You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Well, good morning, everybody. How is everybody doing today? Thank you once again for joining us here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the Northern Command Studio in Eagan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, better known as in the complete October Halloween holiday spirit as the Edless Horseman. My buddy Ed Van Ness is right now with his feet up in his recliner watching his uh, beloved Miami Dolphins as they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in uh, London right now. And uh, right now the current score with uh, one minute and 42 seconds left to go in the uh, first quarter is Dolphins 7, Jacksonville 3. So the... Uh, the Dolphins are, hey, who knows? Who knows if they are uh, they might actually win a game. You know, the funny part about it is, and I'll t- you'll find out later in our um, in our pick segment that we pre-recorded, uh, I didn't realize Jacksonville sucked as hard as they did. Holy buckets. 0-5, man. <laughs> oh, we got... We got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about today. I have two big guests. Uh, uh, we had a couple of pre-recorded interviews earlier in the week. Um, we have the very talented and lovely Shaletta Brundage going to be joining us in the second hour today, talking about a couple of things that she did here in the last in the last week. Uh, she was. Uh, in the spotlight once again, and we're happy as heck to uh, talk to her for a little while. Uh, in the first hour here, we're going to speak to a young lady who has uh, quite the cause. She is the uh, uh, she is a proponent, an advocate for non-sexual uh toplessness when it comes to women she thinks that women are treated unfairly because they cannot uh they do not uh, you know enjoy the same luxury of being in public topless um if they so choose it's not for everybody but uh she does she feels that the 
that there's a lot of discrimination. There's discrimination when it comes to uh, the uh, social media outlets, specifically YouTube. But we'll get more into that uh, here when uh, we have her on uh, in just a uh, little bit. Right now, well, it, it, it wouldn't be the taxi stand hour without this annoying uh, little bit. So we'll, we'll go ahead and go forward with that. And good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fantastic and wonderful week. Sorry we can't be with you here today, but hey, go Fins. Anyway, here we go with John's favorite segment of the day. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by We Need a Sponsor. Uber closed the week at $48.39, up a whopping $0.59, cents, while Lyft continued its downfall, closing the week at $54.89, down $3.31 from a week ago. That's the Radio TFI Market Watch. Go Fence! Just remember, Ed, the Jaguars don't like uh, Dolphins. With good taste, they like dolphins that taste good. Seven to three last time I checked, so uh, uh, go Jaguars. <laughs> uh, in between some of our uh, our um, pre-recorded interviews, I will be able to take calls if somebody is interested. I do have the phone line up and running here. The number to call is 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to uh, unwrap on the heels of the uh, stock report. I'm going to unwrap a new segment that uh, I actually found was pretty easy to research. Uh, this is called Another Satisfied Customer. All you got to do, if you're just bored one of these days, if you think that Uber and Lyft are the cat's meow, just go on to go on to Twitter and just uh, just uh, search on Twitter for uh, use the at uh, go at Uber. It'll be a lot easier because what you'll do is you'll pick off uh, complaints to Uber. Uh, uh, as far as their service and other uh, practices here. And I just did Uber. I did not do any research when it came to Lyft whatsoever here. That might be for next week uh, if this take thing takes uh, hold. But here, here are just a few tweets from another satisfied customer. This is for from Nakimo Ali, who asks, why is Uber so bad? Your drivers have zero idea where they are going, and they cancel after they keep you waiting for seven minutes. Please fix up and do better. This one from... Why I always pick the ones that I can't pronounce their names. Sharu Aned. Sharu Aned 8 is her Twitter handle. May I know that... Why I need to pay when driver canceled the trip. I won't pay and even uninstalling the app. Well, long as Uber has your credit card number there, honey, you, you're going to pay. 
trust me. And of course, you know, Uber send the canned response. Hey there, sorry to hear about the trouble. Kindly share your registered contact number and email ID via direct message. We will look into this for you. That is the canned message. And by the way, forget about it if you ever think you're going to get a phone call uh, to uh, get a hold of uh, Uber or Lyft for, for any problem. This is from Party with 4Ys15. We're reaching out because a driver who recently canceled one of your trips let us know that we're not wearing face covering or a mask. Uber, what a load of blank. As if I would ever enter a cab without a mask. That's a lie. And of course, Uber sent the uh, obligatory canned message after that. Here's one for you. From Therese Garvey, at Therese underscore Garvey. Nearly got ran over by my Uber driver, and then he proceeded to drive away. Hashtag never using Uber. Oh, let's see. Do we have one more? Yeah, I think that's about it. But, uh, yeah, just just had a giggle. And that was, this was just a, a one-day research thing. Uh, I could have I could have literally gone on for hours with uh, with that. It is it's hilarious. Some of the things that uh, you see on that they're not funny. They're, you know, it's quite serious. But uh, it's funny that people still think that this is the best thing since sliced bread. You know, the shine is starting to run off, rub off the penny a little bit, but it's it is still going to take time. So I tell you what, let me do something that I usually do uh, when I take, uh, or when I'm by myself, and that is uh, take a little break here to get between segments. So we'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Uh, I am pleased as punch to have as my guest, you have to excuse all these old men topics here, so they're going to be coming oh plenty. Uh, Pleased as punch here to have 
Cleo from the website toplesstopics.org. And before you, uh, before everybody goes, goes off into a tither here in Radio TFI land, I will tell you right now that Cleo is not topless. This is, uh, we bring everybody you want to bring to the table to watch this, listen to this, however you want to do this. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let me just go right to the top here, cut to the chase. Tell us, what is what is toplesstopics.org about? So, well, toplesstopics.org is just the website where I, I use to embed videos and stuff so that, you know, people don't have to type in a weird URL. Um, Topless Topics, which okay. I hesitate to call it a brand, but uh it's my it's it's all me so far um i do interview other people and i would love to have like a uh you know permanent co-host but for now it's just me primarily um i use it as an example of a non-sexual topless woman um just talking about you know yes nudism but also like parenting and video games and stuff like that um, you know, sexual education, racial inequalities, you know, I kind of, um, there is a clickbait element of trying to get people to maybe talk about issues that they wouldn't necessarily search for, but could be very elucidating. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I do the videos topless and as we'll get into, um, it has been a nightmare finding a place to host my videos. Um, even though I literally don't, I don't, don't touch myself. I don't do anything. It's just me without a shirt. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I have been banned numerous times from, sorry, <laughs> should have brought a drink up, uh, up here with me. Um, I've been banned numerous times from every website you've ever heard of and some you haven't. Um, and, to a degree that nobody else seems to face, uh, which again, we'll get more into later, I'm sure. But yeah, basically it's, it's an example of a topless woman talking about very mundane things, because if people's only experience with seeing female nipples is in the middle of a sexual act, then you're never going to break that association between female nipples and sex. And the end goal is maybe not give people rights based on what gender they look like. Crazy thought, I know. <laughs> so that's a good summary. <laughs> yeah, it, well, and, and and now you've, like you said, you you do all your videos topless. Now, I've, now had you ceased doing that for a while here now? I didn't notice I was looking at your... Well, are you backing I, I, off I of have, So I have other types of content that I do. I've actually been making videos on YouTube since year one of YouTube's existence. Topless really? Topics, I started about 10 years ago. Um, mm. in, a, in a long story short, um, it started out as reply series to someone else who was doing videos shoulders up. And I, I had these really like engaging conversations with people. So I started doing it myself. Um, I, I kind of go through waves where I will start to feel really 
defeated because I'm just getting slapped with bans nonstop. And when I'm not getting banned, I'm getting, you know, gross sexual retweets of me sitting there without a shirt talking about potty training my kid next to, you know, retweets of hardcore porn. Um, but I always find myself doing videos again. And I don't know, I, I guess I'm a glutton for punishment, but I don't think I'll ever stop doing topless topics entirely. Um, it helps that I did find a, a new platform recently. It's a much smaller one. It's actually a peer tube instance, which I can't really explain what that is but basically it's um it's not uh it's, it's not like a big conglomerate like youtube or facebook YouTube. it's individuals mm -hmm. will run their own servers um called trom and the guy that, that runs it um is from spain and he thinks it's insane the way america freaks out about nudity oh, and he was like i will never i will ne he said i will never ban a video of yours just for being naked so um but yeah so i've slowly been getting back into it um, because I'm trying to upload there. But at the same time, I've been banned so many times that I kind of just operate on a constant assumption of how long is this video going to be up this time? <laughs> well, this, this seems strange to me because what you describe here is natural female nudity, non-sexual uh, female nudity is something I'm uh, familiar with. I, um all uh this is probably and, and i can see my co-host ed having a heart attack when he hears this <laughs> but i actually was a practicing nudist back um uh well now god it's been almost 10 years ago uh i i had remarried and my my current my wife is not is that's not her type of thing and i've i've not pressed the issue i've not even really brought the issue up with her to be honest mm -hmm. with you because it's just i i know her well enough to know that yeah. it's just not well, it's especially it's especially hard for a lot of women because we're so used to being sexualized and being judged on our appearances mm -hmm. our entire lives that it's very nerve-wracking for you know i was born and raised in this so to me it's never been a big deal but you know even i uh constantly am, am struggling not to take it personally when you know strangers in the internet are calling me gross so <laughs> so i understand why you know like i at one of my my regulars that shows up in my live stream or whatever he is a nudist and his wife shows an interest in it but she has a lot of she's she hasn't got to that point of self-esteem yet where she, she would feel mm -hmm. comfortable so but it's cool that you at least started out that way so you already you know are familiar with the radical idea of not treating someone without a shirt as if they're in the middle of having you know sex <laughs> i spent five years driving a cab out in las vegas nothing shocks me one way or another <laughs> with anything here so i don't I don't uh, uh, let things like that in, try to make such a big deal of it. I mean, I, I, I really, I really don't. I, you know, I remember when being just a little boy and canoeing out on some lake up in northern Minnesota, uh, seeing a bunch of people, uh, top or uh, men and women, you know, they were yeah. canoeing with top, you know, with just without shirts on. Yeah. 
and it just didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. I had a friend whose mom would didn't think anything of if she had to come into the other room. You know, she if she didn't have a shirt on the moment, she wasn't going to stop and throw her shirt on just to come and tell us little brats to stop doing whatever the <laughs> hell we were doing. So, yeah. Um, well, I I get so jealous um, when it's you know it's a hot day. My husband basically is always topless. Like, you know, he'll put a shirt on for work, but you know, anytime he's doing yard work or just hanging out at home, he doesn't have a shirt on. Sure. And I'm so jealous. Because, you know, it's a hot day out there. We're gardening. I'm sweating, you know, all over the place. And I would love to just not wear a shirt just like him. But, oh, my God, I look female, so therefore it's sex. Do, do you dare tell the tell the world here uh, what part what part of the country? I know you live in the Pacific. I'm in Portland. I'm in Portland. Portland? And you would think yeah. that Portland is, is a fairly liberal-minded city. and, and not wouldn't the cops. Have the cops aren't, mm, and the cops are the mm. ones that'll arrest you or fine you for not having a shirt. Because, yeah, I, I took part I in, took a, in a slow walk protest a couple of years ago, and there were a bunch of cops there. And I tried to record it, but they freaked out and let me record it. But I asked them point blank, what would you do if I was topless right now? And they'd, they'd be like, arrest you. <laughs> so... Yes, it's, that's and Portland, if, if memory serves, is kind of having problems, having its own problems. Whereas I think having a couple of topless women walking around probably shouldn't be priority yeah. one. Well, the thing about Portland is that the the middle of the city is is fairly liberal, but all the surrounding areas are very conservative and. Um, uh, just north of Portland, Vancouver is actually the home home place, uh, home hometown of the Proud Boys, and so they'll mm -hmm. come into Portland looking for a fight. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that that's that's a bad way to live. Right? That that's another story for another time here. But uh, so, tell me again some of the some of the topics that you cover. Now, you were got into some heat about talking. Uh, recently here about uh, uh, getting vaccinated and so here's didn't the thing the hammer from YouTube on that one yeah so here's the thing it doesn't really matter what is in my videos um as I as I briefly mentioned I have been punished and banned to a point that no one else has um I have my uh, topless topics org slash band b-a-n-n-e-d page where i just dump screenshot after screenshot of instagram youtube facebook you know twitch everything like i said every website you've heard of and some you haven't banning me for like for a while i, I would do a thumbnail of a video where it would be like you know be reacting or whatever in the title of the video and then so for instagram and facebook i would i would put a giant pasty covering my entire body chin down got banned mm -hmm. there is a <laughs> there is a video on youtube by this channel called normalizing nudity 
Um, the guy that runs it is a nudist, although he's not in the videos. And he interviews other people, fully naked, uncensored people talking about nudism. And a lot of them are women. I did a video for his channel. It's still up there. It has over a million views. Um, the lighting is crap because I did it in my kitchen and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, mm. he has the whole video on his channel, uncensored, unbanned. I took a clip of it because I like to sometimes take like highlights of my videos i sure. i took it and i took it i did a mo i did a mosaic blur effect on the entire frame not just here the entire frame put it up on my my youtube and it got banned yeah or YouTube's instagram you see yeah but like instagram you see um you know there's various nudists and stuff like that who have like a little tiny bit of a blur there and they're able to post full full nudity I put a thing hiding my entire body and it gets banned. So as far as the vaccination thing goes, basically it was just a video, you know, as Delta was starting to rise going, please get vaccinated. Um, and like, you know, reading some, some figures, some infection rates and stuff off, you know, major publications or whatever. And within, I think the day that I posted it, uh, YouTube banned it as medical disinformation. And that's because, the trolls are so powerful on these websites as i'm sure you know everything's run by algorithms and mm. the more your content gets reported the more likely it is to get banned again because the algorithms figure like oh well she's had other content removed therefore she's a you know whore or whatever um <laughs> and even when i don't put topless topics or even topless anywhere in the title if i make a new account or whatever as soon as i link to that account on my existing ones like twitter and stuff it gets banned because yes. my troll army goes to the new platform and mass reports it and down it goes so someone really doesn't like me <laughs> yeah but now I, I you have an existing youtube account that that is amazingly so i <laughs> so i have one i started out on it um the first couple of videos i actually did a hand bra and then i just got to this point where people were like oh you know you're you're reinforcing the the idea that female like hiding it or whatever which i disagree with but um and so i was like fine fuck it and i, I started doing videos without you know my hands or whatever and i almost had a year there where they weren't getting banned and then all of a sudden they started getting banned so what i did is i went into the channel and i took down everything that was topless centered censored or otherwise so all i have on there is you know stupid little vlogs and stuff like that okay. i had another youtube channel that i made uh as the band started getting more frequent and that was going to be my censored topless one and I was live streaming and I wasn't even showing anything during the live stream, but it got the entire channel got banned midstream. No previous strikes, no warnings, no option to appeal, just wiped the whole channel out. Wow. So yeah, not a fan yeah. of YouTube, but everyone uses it. So well, <laughs> oh, we do. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, hey, as well you should be because. I, you know, not only I did see that video where the guy was interviewing not only topless, but completely nude mm -hmm. women. And there, I think, wasn't there even a man in that too? Totally nude man There's as a well. a couple. Yeah. Um, well, I, I actually 
did an interview with him and I haven't put it up yet because I have to edit it and because I just haven't gotten around to it on Trom yet. Yeah. But one of the things he'll say is that the way he started it is that he was, I don't know if he still is, but he, he was a boudoir photographer. And so when he started the pro project, most of the people that he knew that were willing to talk on there were women were, you know, um, erotic posing women and it mm -hmm. makes sense because they're already used to the sexualization and stuff like that as i was saying you know with your wife like if you're not already used to having people make comments like that about you like it's very difficult to mm -hmm. <laughs> to go topless in public or online so totally understandable i got i got a news flash by the way for those of you who are prudish enough that, that think that seeing a topless woman is so uh, offensive and whatnot, there was a time back in, oh, say, the 1800s or so when men could not walk around in public without shirts on. Yeah, 19, 1923 is when um, some men in Coney Island decided to protest that they wanted to go topless. Uh, before that, nobody went topless. Everyone wore full body sure. outfits. Sure. But, but you know, a man wants something and changes like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's 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 so funny. And I was I was noticing one of uh, one of your friends in your uh, chat room uh, that that apparently the uh, the guy uh, I guess his fiance had opted up and decided that she was going to uh, uh, do a small scene, just do her part topless. And I was thinking to myself, now what is wrong with that? Per with my, my dimensions, uh, I have a 52 inch chest, chest with about three cups myself here. So yep. why is that so acceptable like you said if i believe your response was is because i have the algorithms think you have a penis so you get more right. rights yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. Little, hair, actually, little hair on the chest probably doesn't yeah. hurt either so so funny thing about that so i just made a video i had the idea a while ago but i made a video um where i took the audio of one of my older videos um my my uh the fallacy of good men versus bad men video and i made a graphic where i took chests of men big hairy chests mm -hmm. and i made like a mosaic of it to put in the background and i'm i'm waiting for that video to go down even though they're very obviously male chests because they're all burly and hairy like i was trying to be more representative also like i was trying to get different races and body mm -hmm. types and stuff but I was cutting it down to just the chest. Funny thing, you cut it down to just the chest of a man who's not all hairy, looks just like the top of a woman. So, you know, I, uh, I'm i still waiting for that video to get taken down because like, like I said, it doesn't matter what's in the video, it just matters if enough trolls report it, so. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> and, and the other thing is too, is is they, they taught, I was looking at uh, YouTube's uh, TOS, and they, oh, they, they all claim to allow you know educational or whatever, but it's all lies. <laughs> well, they talk about how famous you are. 
they talk about female uh, erogenous zone, including nipples. Yeah. Well, I, I hate to tell you this, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Men's nipples can be erogenous, too. This is, there's, yeah. you don't have a corner on that market. They're always, like, trying to find the perfect phrasing where they can specify female nipples. Another thing that drives me crazy is websites will say nudity is not allowed, by which they always mean female nipples, but not male nipples. Of course. Every of single one. You post, you know, I post a video that gets banned as nudity, but a man posts a video topless and it's not nude. So Yeah, that's, that, that's crazy. You got you got quite the battle. Yeah, I don't know why I still do it. I'm an I'm a crazy person. I should have given up a long time ago. But no, you're like you're, an <laughs> you're an inspiration to people who feel like you. This feel the same way. Feel persecuted. Uh, some of well, the laws are some of the laws are getting. I, yeah. Sorry, Go ahead. I say, no, sorry. When I talk to people like individually, well, my age, not so much older people, but. Um, when I, whenever I talk to someone my age and I, and I talk about, you know, the concept on my channel, like they're always like, yeah, that makes sense. Good idea. But they don't do their own content in support of it. They're just like saying, yeah, I like your idea. And it's like, if you want things to change, I can't be the only one. Everyone has to be, you know, you don't have to be topless in your video, but you still need to let people know Speak why on. are we giving people rights extra rights based on whether they look like they have a penis or not <laughs> right according to the algorithms exactly cleo tell tell uh, tell everybody if you will what again how we can find you and uh, what we can do to help so uh my website's kind of a mess because I don't know how to um, code and I'm just like doing the best I can. But um, yeah, I put my videos in, in tobstops.org. Um, most of the links are broken because my YouTube got banned, my Vimeo got banned, my Daily Motion got banned the same day I made it, blah, 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 blah. So I'm in the process of re-uploading everything to Trom. Um, mm. I'm very active on Twitter uh, at Topless Topics. I also have an at topless topics you up for updates for just stuff having to do with topless topics because i talk a lot about politics and stuff so um and then i have an instagram i can't really post anything to it because again i get banned all the time mm -hmm. um i live stream every saturday 3 to 7 p.m pacific standard um i'm usually just playing video games because i also really love video games but you know i talk about the same kind of stuff and um i have a patreon i don't really have any rewards right now because what am i going to offer that's not porn um but yeah i would say um honestly just go to topistopics.org slash contact and then i have like a link to everything pretty much in the order that i use it and i try to direct people there because as ban uh, accounts get banned you know i try to link to new ones but literally whack-a-mole with accounts getting banned <laughs> well uh keep feel free to keep me informed on what's going on and uh yeah i'll try to retweet oh, sorry i was gonna finish the part you were saying oh, uh, what people can do to help well like i said you know for the purposes of 
well, normalizing full body nudity and or topless equality where you everyone gets the same rights, you know, rights regardless of what gender you look like. Um, it's good. I know it's nerve wracking and I know that people are afraid of judgment by friends and family. But like I said, the only way we're going to change anything is if everybody is making lots of noise. And if you aren't comfortable or if you aren't um, in a position, you know, privilege wise to make your own content, then, you know, feel free to share my content. Um, I made this guide. So if you go to thomasdoms.org slash promo squad, um, it has some information. And then I also mm. made a guide um, slash how to help. Sorry, got to sneeze. <laughs> there we go. Bless you. <laughs> We're all dealing with allergies right now. Oh goodness. Um, the other link is thomasdoms.org slash how to help, no spaces. And that I made an illustrated guide on how people can make original posts, not just retweeting mine. Because one, when my when my content isn't outright banned, um, it's shadow banned, which means it doesn't show up in search results results it doesn't show up in people's timelines etc so when you retweet my content like to try to help other people find it it's kind of self-defeating so it's better if you make a, yeah, original post but yeah honestly just please you know be loud be loud and proud about your you know what you're passionate about and you know if you want to collaborate like we are right now and then just uh use one of the forms of contact with me and i'll set up an interview or you know, whatever. Absolutely. It's, you, uh, it's not just me. <laughs> it's you're you're more than welcome here uh, anytime. Uh, sorry that the, the the live show interferes with D and D with uh, for you there, but yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> it is what it we is. We literally just started the campaign two weeks ago, so. Okay. But at topless topics uh, on Twitter, at topless topics on Twitter, hashtag topless topics uh cleo it's 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 been an experience i really appreciate you joining <laughs> me and i hope you hope we can get you to yeah. come back again here sometime i hope you, you have some care. interesting uh interesting comments when this comes out too so i well i'll definitely share them with you <laughs> all right uh, thanks you care you take care now thank you bye-bye <laughs> that was when you went car shopping you meant business you ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to aceyourretirement.org because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents. What to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. All right, we're back here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. 
and on the Radio TFI streaming network. There we are. From the Northern Command Studio, once again, I am John Shannon, uh, your Edless Horseman again, as uh, uh, our my good friend Ed Van Ness is taking the day off so he can watch his beloved Miami Dolphins as they take on the Jacksonville Jaguars in uh, London. And, oh, my goodness, oh, shut my mouth. The Miami Dolphins are actually up with 5 minutes and 38 seconds left to go in the second quarter. The Dolphins are up 13-3. to So, hey, guess what, oh. Ed, you might you might be able to put a win in your pocket there. I, I, I still don't know if your uh, man two or three is playing or not, but uh, uh, he must be because this still seems to be the only way that uh, the Dolphins are actually winning uh, uh, this game. So, uh, I wanted to pick here. We got uh, Ed did leave me here with a couple of. Uh, of, of videos here that we'll uh, play and kind of comment on to get through the first, uh, uh, through the first uh, rest of this hour, I guess, if you will, and probably some on the next hour, by the way, remember next hour in, in the second hour, I have a recorded interview with the one and only Shaletta Brundage. And uh, she had some interesting things happening in her uh, life this last week. And uh, we'll be talking to her about that. But listen, the Major League Baseball playoffs are in uh, full swing right now. We have the division championship series going with the uh, the Red Sox. And, uh, well, now you know what? I don't know what's going on with the Red Sox yet. The Red Sox, uh, uh, I, I'm going to, I think it's the Red Sox and Astros. Yes, the Red Sox and Astros are playing their division uh, series. And, um, uh, the Dodgers and the Braves in the National League. And I hate to, I, I got to tell you something. I have no interest in any of these teams. Uh, my my interest in baseball pretty much dropped off the table uh, when, uh, first off, when the Twins, of course, were uh, eliminated early, uh, like about halfway through the season. Uh, but they had a couple of... Uh, they traded away uh, Jose Barrios to the Blue Jays, and unfortunately the Blue Jays didn't wind up making the playoffs. But uh, they had Nelson Cruz with uh, Tampa Bay, and so I thought, well, that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to see uh, Nelson get a ring. Well, they, they Tampa Bay got bounced in the first round too. So, But with the Atlanta Braves in the uh, – championship series. This reminds me of uh, 20 years ago when the Minnesota Twins were playing the Atlanta Braves in uh, uh, the World Series. And as what always happens when the Atlanta Braves are uh, uh, having a little bit more notoriety when they make it into the playoffs or maybe subsequently in the World Series, of course, the nickname, the Braves winds up uh, drawing a little bit of heat and criticism. I want to take you back 20 years to from the time when uh, the Braves were playing the Twins. Uh, give this a watch. Hi, Kenny. Thank you. On a uh, serious note, the World Series has drawn a crowd outside the Metrodome. This is a coalition organized by the Twin Cities-based American Indian Movement 
and includes a number of civil rights activists who have come to demonstrate against what they call a stereotypic and warlike depiction of Native Americans, especially when it comes to fans, they say, who don war paint and Indian headdress and perform the now famous tomahawk chop. If the black athletes, these great men who we know are the best of the best come into our town here, if they were to see cartoons of Sambo or Amos and Andy between innings being shown on the big screen, they would be outraged. I think any time there's a significant group of Americans who are concerned about something in baseball, we have to respond, and we will. Owner Ted Turner declined to comment, but club president Stan Kasten had this to say all earlier. All of us in the organization, on the field and off the field, have worked all our adult lives to get here, and we're going to focus only on that for the rest of the series. And then when the series is over, we can sit down and uh, address any issue with whatever seriousness it deserves. But as a human being, do you understand their, their point anyway? Uh, like all other questions on the subject, we're going to hold off any discussion until after the series is over. Right now, we're just going to concentrate on baseball for the rest of the week. The best way to take care of the chop is four straight for the Minnesota Twins. So we're not above cheering our own team on, but we do it in a respectful manner. Well, and as if you remember 20 years ago, the Minnesota Twins, they didn't win in four games, but they did take the series over the Atlanta Braves. So uh, all ended up uh, well there. Things take time. Unfortunately, you know, that was, like I said, that was from 20 years ago. Uh, the Cleveland Indians are, are no longer the Indians. Now they are going to be known as the uh, Cleveland Guardians starting in the 2022 season. So uh, we don't know. We don't know if uh, teams like the Braves uh, will follow suit. We don't know if we go into uh, – other sports, we go back into football, you know, the Washington football team. Uh, they will probably announce their new team name this uh, this next uh, season. Uh, but you've got the Kansas City Chiefs. And in hockey, you have the, uh, the Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, I... Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done on this, and it's not cancel culture. This is something with giving each individual race the respect they deserve. Uh, like Mr. Means said in that video, that uh, we you'd be very upset if you saw depictions of African Americans, uh, Sambo, or... Uh, or any other racist dis, uh, depiction um, in cartoon form uh, to uh, as a team logo. He has a very good point, and uh, it's just uh, sadly it's just going to take time. These th these things unfortunately just uh, don't uh, happen overnight. Uh, your former. Thank God, former president decided to uh, note the birthday of one uh, Ashley Babbitt uh, here uh, in this uh, particular video. Let's give this a watch. We must all demand justice for Ashley and her family. So on this solemn occasion, as we celebrate her life, we renew our call for a fair and nonpartisan investigation into the death 
of Ashley Babbitt. I offer my unwavering support to Ashley's family and call on the Department of Justice to reopen its investigation into her death on January 6th. Like all Americans, you deserve a fair process, you deserve answers, and you deserve justice. There was an investigation. Ashley Babbitt, while her death was, it was sad that she had to die, but she was in the wrong place at the wrong time trying to do something that she had no business doing. She was trying to break into the Capitol. She was told on multiple occasions to stop. Uh, and she paid the ultimate price for it. She's not a patriot. She's going to why she's she is a martyr in, in, in essence, but she's not a patriot. She's just somebody who decided to break the law and wound up uh, paying the price for it. So let's get over that uh, while we can. Notice that this uh, that that um, uh, that clip was from uh, OAN. I want to show you, I don't know if you were aware of this uh, or not. Friends, family, the people who make our lives complete. With AT&T, you can reach out to those people to feel the connection too many Americans are missing today. In addition to reliable connections and crystal clear sound quality, your AT&T plan helps fund One America News Network. OANN is a streaming channel that hires radical, alt-right, white nationalists as hosts, cheers the Capitol attacks, and promotes COVID-19 conspiracy theories. Want more? By keeping your cell service with AT&T, you can help pay OANN host Pearson Sharp to call for mass executions. And with AT&T, you'll be able to keep funding politicians like Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who pushes radical new laws against voting rights and women's rights. AT&T, funding sedition, oppression, and of course, One America News Network. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Maybe uh, maybe time to be going into the market for a new uh, uh new cell phone provider there. Uh, Ed told me here, he told me he, uh, I think when he, I originally looked at that video, he told me that he was happy he dumped AT&T a while ago. Uh, I have been with him for a while and I guess just out of habit. And this is maybe, maybe a reason that I may have to, to uh, move on. I don't know. We'll have to see. So, as usual here, we also uh, we also um, uh, produce a, a couple. We don't produce them. We uh, bring up a couple of videos from our uh, friend of the show, the one and only Chip Franklin. So uh, here's uh, here's one here for you. So what do you think gay marriage is? When a boy and a boy get married and a girl and a girl get married. Do you think that's very hard to understand? For some kids. I'm a boring straight white guy with a dad bod and a 401k. Basically, I'm the Fox demo to a T, except for this small thing. I'm not an asshole. L-G-G-B-D-T-T-T-I-Q-Q-A-A-P-P community. Well, not that kind of asshole. Why are they sexualizing superheroes? What the fuck? You care about gay superheroes or trans men and women struggling to find their way. We just
just wanted them to get the bad guys, not a venereal disease. John Gruden called Obama and Biden pussies for supporting LGBT, and he called Roger Goodell the gay F word. Why does it make straight men so violent if another man is effeminate? I don't have any advice for homosexuals except to put a bullet in your own head. This country was created by underdogs who defeated an empire. Are we now destined to be run by little boys afraid of their own shadows? No, homos! The measure of greatness is the measure of your compassion. But you Christians knew that, right? Goddamn right. The revolution! High five! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, watch out. I mean, uh, if things keep going the way they are, uh, don't, don't look now. Just because uh, gays had their... Uh, rights upheld by the Supreme Court doesn't mean you know. Look at Roe versus Wade is under under fire. Uh, if the political winds keep shifting in this direction, it will just be a matter of time before uh, uh, gay and lesbian uh, Americans wind up having the same uh, the same problem. It, there is consequences in voting, folks. Every election has a con has consequences. And if you think again, because this is this will happen, I guarantee you this will happen. You know, uh, Joe Biden was elected by a virtual landslide, but where will all the support go two years later into the midterms? Everybody gets lazy in the midterms. They'll be out there. Those right wing nut jobs will be out there in the midterms. And the only way that you're going to be able to protect these rights, maybe try to claw back some of the rights that you have, especially when it comes to voting, and put maybe put these things, uh, these questions such as Roe versus Wade and the abortion debate, and then sure enough, will be upcoming as far as the rights for uh, gay and lesbians. It all gets it all gets decided in the ballot box, folks. Unfortunately, that's how it's done. And you're going to have to get out there and vote like your life depends on it, because quite frankly, it does. Here's a little more Chip Franklin for you. Look at what Trump does at the beginning. That's Steve Bannon. They pulled it off. Get back on the right track. Besides looking like a guy who sleeps in a van down by the river, he's a traitorous pig monkey who hates America. Hello, deplorable! That's Mark Meadows, Trump's chief love muscle. There is only one solution. They belong in handcuffs. January the 6th was no accident. It was planned. Not, not by this guy. To the Capitol. Trump, his lawyer. Truth isn't true. His brain damaged sow. I actually agree with you. Kevin McCarthy and these two mud queens. If we flood the Capitol. We're all part of an attack on our country. You have to show strength. Congress wants their phones, emails, and testimony, and they're saying no. And who's been held accountable? So I say, really? Okay, lock them the f*** up. And not in a jail with a Starbucks and daily maid service. I mean a D.C. jail where they turn your sheets and leave something on your pillow. But not in the way you think. Susan McDougal defied a subpoena in the 90s, and Republicans locked her up for a year and a half. How long do you think Junior would last? Tick tock, mother. Goddamn right. The revolution. High five. <laughs> and once again, the incomparable Chip Franklin uh, with you there. Uh, you know, it's coming. It's coming down to uh, the nitty gritty with these uh, subpoenas here. Uh, you have a couple of uh, people who have now agreed, who have testified, uh, but they're going to be coming after Bannon. They're going to be coming after Giuliani. Uh, eventually, uh, hopefully, they come after Trump. 
The people need to get to the bottom. We need to know exactly who was behind the insurrection of January 6th. This need and we can't be in a rush over this. This this kind of stuff is going to take time. Uh, all I can you can hope for though is that okay, we got the 2022 elections coming up. We can't take that long because if things swing the way a lot of people are afraid they're gonna swing the uh, the commissions and all that, that'll all be abolished. That'll all any talk about the uh, about January sixth will be brushed under the rug. You uh, you can guarantee it. So um, oh, let's give you one more piece here before we go to the top of the hour. Uh, with uh, this week in GOP history. Make America great again again, because we already did it, right? We're going to make America great again again. The best, most inspiring fighter in our movement is Donald J. Trump, and that's why I've pledged to nominate him for Speaker of the House. Everywhere I go, people are stopping me. If only we could get Trump back. If only we could get Trump back. The return of Trump, and it ain't going to be in 2024. It's going to be in 2022 or maybe before. The Democrats want to destroy the country. We know this. They want to see America completely obliterated, where there is no cultural identity, where you live in sexual anarchy. Mainlining uh, pot and yeah. drugs. Why are they sexualizing superheroes? You know, I was a Batman and a Superman, Spider-Man kid. I loved those heroes. We just wanted them to get the bad guys, not a venereal disease. The poorest people in our country actually are equivalent to the middle class in most countries. We are a huge success. I know the media wants to distract from the Biden administration's failed agenda by focusing on one day in January. The media, M-E-D-I-A, most evil demon in America. There are no organized white supremacist forces in this country. We have a lot of problems. That's not one of them. After calling for the cancellation of Christmas again, somehow Anthony Fauci still has his job. So we have... Hundreds of thousands of people flowing in from Haiti. Haiti has a tremendous AIDS problem. Many of those people will probably have AIDS and they're coming into our country. This is the first and only patent pending and copyrighted Ashley Babbitt Angel Puppet. She flies, she flies on a 15 foot pole in the air, which I can demonstrate. And she waves her arms with the Trump hat and the American flag. All right. Well, that'll bring us into the the top of the hour break here. So uh, we'll be back in just a couple of shakes here. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Good morning, Mickey Mouse's office. Goofy speaking. Good morning, Goofy. How are you? It's a tough day over here. Who's calling? Goofy, it's Bob Iger, president and CEO of the Disney Company. You want him? Yes, sir. You sure? Yes. You know, it's post-Super Bowl week. We have some business to attend to. All the line. Okay, thank you. Hello? Good morning, sir. Oh, back it down. God, I'm going to need a week to climb out of this Super Bowl bender. Sir, what's wrong? Oh, God, Kurt Russell and I tore it up. Kurt Russell? Yeah, uh, we go way back. We worked together on the computer and wore tennis shoes. Remember that back in 69? Absolutely. A big hit for the Disney company. Listen, back it down. You're still very loud on the volume. Sorry, sir. Slogan of that movie was Program for Laughs. My idea! <laughs> well, sir, I'm glad you had a great time at well, the Super Bowl. I tell you, man, the sex I had in Phoenix. Sir? Man, that Playboy party was tight. Tight? Uh, sir, what? Hot! You know, smoke it. You got no clue about pop culture vernacular, do you? Oh, sir, that's not true. I've been known to get jiggy with it. Oh, my God, get jiggy with it. You're a decade behind. I came right out of Jeff Foxworthy's joke book. Getting jiggy with it was like, what year, Goofy? 98. 98! Well, how about who let the dogs out? Shoot yourself. You know what? Get a gun, load it, cock it, shoot yourself. Sir, sir, you know I don't like guns. I don't like guns. You got a window over there? Oh, yes, sir, yeah. Open it up and roll yourself out! Goofy! Goofy! God, how many times can you watch Trashy Links and that two girls in a cup video? What is it, boss? But I'm in the pharmacy. Get me my Valtrex prescription. How about those giants, Eisner? Uh, that's Iger, sir. Huh? Iger, Bob Iger, sir. Where'd the other kid go? Uh, you, you fired him, remember? Oh, that's right. I canned him. <laughs> and you're the new kid, huh? Well, you know, I'm not new. You just gave me a five-year contract. I did what? How much? Well, last year I made $27 million. Holy sh**! Sir? Another suit hanging on my coattails. You know what? You flabby, no personality white guys have been milking me dry for decades. Oh, sir. How old are you anyway? You don't ask a mouse his age, bonehead. Especially when he's paying for your private jet. Uh, oh, so well, I'm sorry. I don't care. I got no secrets. I'm only 80. And that's in mouse years. Well, what's that in human years, sir? It's a lot longer than you're going to be alive, married to Julie Chen. No, no sir. That's Les Moonves from CBS. Like I said. All you flabby white guys look alike. Look, sir, I apologize for bothering you. I just want to update you on the Miley Cyrus movie. You don't have to update 
take me on anything. You know I read Daily Variety every morning while I'm taking a dump. Well, anyway, sir, I think we made the right decision leaving the Miley movie out for one more week. My idea! Actually, sir, you didn't even want to release the movie. Hey, Iger. Iger, sir. Have your eyes ever filled up with blood? Blood? Uh, no, no, sir. Ah, man, I've been throwing up so much since the Super Bowl that all the blood vessels in my eyes just pop. Ouch, sir. Hey, hey, by the way, can you give me a number for Kim Kardashian? I love me some junk in the trunk. She hit the flow. Next thing you know, Shadi got low, 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 low. <laughs> I love me that flow rider. Oh, is that the program with the talking car that they're bringing back on NBC? No, that's Night Rider, you moron. This is low rider. Never mind. I, I gotta go throw up again, Iser. That's Iger, sir. <laughs> What a mess! It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin picks. Each week, John, uh, third and short, Shannon and I, and Gerald, the computer that wore tennis shoes. Leach choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Shipping not included. Extra points will be earned by going for it if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, and kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What an exciting time it is to be us, isn't it, John? Because we get to do this every week, sometimes twice a week. Let's... Uh, and sometimes two takes in one show. Sometimes two takes in one show. This is... Uh, the, we liked it so much the first time we're doing it again because one of us forgot to hit the record button. Anyway, a recap of last – well, the current scores, I should say. John Shannon and I are tied for last place with five points apiece. Meanwhile, Gerald, the inanimate object, leads the back with six points. Uh, last week was an interesting week for some, not so much for others. John managed to sweep right through three games. He got all three of them right, picked his Vikings – Went against my dolphins, and picked his chefs. Great googly moogly, and he won on all of them. No, I'm sorry, he took Buffalo last week against his chefs. My goodness, and he won and all I of picked, them. And I picked Detroit over Minnesota too. Remember? You did. I'm I'm reading it incorrectly, but, but yes, he picked Detroit over his Vikings. He picked Tampa over my dolphins. Uh he's just he's just a traitor. Just a traitor. He's a turncoat, a red coat. Meanwhile, I went with Cleveland. And I went with the Bears. And I went with New England, uh, with Houston. It shows differently on the card. Meanwhile, Gerald comes in, wakes up, throws a dartboard, hits for two with Tennessee over Jacksonville. With Jack and. Uh, Jacksonville managed to cover 13 and a half points. He took uh, Philadelphia, three points over Carolina, one there. And uh, he, he pooped the bed 
by taking the Giants last week. Uh, let's see if he can redeem himself this week. Well, he got two points. He leads the pack now. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the ranch, my apologies. I needed to turn need that off. We'll we'll reset that later. And, and the, the, uh, and the uh, So here we are this week. John, John, would you like to uh, start us off with your first pick of the uh... <sighs> well well once again the graphics department uh, we are we are looking for new help in that uh, field, yeah. by the way we just yeah. yes we are yeah. send your resumes you are fire easy easy you're blowing out the speakers there Putin. <laughs> Talk because about because uh, the graphics department shows that I am taking the Minnesota Vikings, giving up two and a half points over Carolina. That is not the case. I am taking Carolina. They are two and a half point dogs. I'm taking Carolina getting two and a half points. Yes, you are. That well, I, the, the, the graphics department was so accustomed to you. Taking, taking your Vikings. They just still can't adjust to the fact that you're picking against them. They just don't see it. Uh, my first pick of the week is I'm taking I'm, – I'm out of my mind. I was looking for a long shot, and I think I, I found it. I'm getting 10 points with Houston on the road in Indianapolis. I know very little – about both teams, except for the fact that Houston no longer has J.J. Watt and has a pissed-off quarterback who doesn't play. Gerald. Gerald's first game is the L.A. Rams visiting the New York football Giants. Gerald? For my first pick, I choose the New York Giants, getting eight points over the L.A. Rams. Excellent. John, let's go with your next game. I decided to veer off the highway a little bit and uh, take another team besides Kansas City. So I am uh, the Green Bay Packers are visiting Chicago, where the Packers are six-point favorites. I like the Packers and six being uh, six points, so that's the way I'm going to go. All right. And my own, my, my, my overall picks, my personal picks, I took the same game. I like that. Uh, I, I think that's that's a nice a nice pick myself. I wouldn't put it up here, but anyway, my second pick is my brownies. My 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 second favorite team these days, Arizona, with the aforementioned JJ Watt, comes into Cleveland, where the brownies are a home favorite at three and a half points. I'm taking the brownies, giving up those three and a half. points. Points. Gerald, your next pick is Dallas. Excuse me, Dallas visits New England. What do you got? For my next pick, I like New England plus three points, points. over Dallas. All right. Thanks, Gerald. And finally, John's final pick, which is an abomination. Uh, <laughs> there will be blood will be shit over this one. Go on, John. Do it. Well. Like like I said before in a, in a very funny meme, I said that the Jaguars 
don't like dol dolphins with good taste. They like dolphins that taste good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jacksonville is 13 and a half point favorites ho or hosting, I, I say. Well, actually, London is hosting this game. Yeah. But anyways, they are technically the home team. Jacksonville, 13 and a half points. I'm going for two and taking the Jaguars. Yeah, the actual line, I think it's the Dolphins have favored about two and a half points. But but John is and 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 tell us what would have made you go for three, John. Oh, well, you know, I, I was unsure if two or three was gonna be playing. <laughs> So I I, I would have if I if if I knew that he wasn't going to be playing I would have went for three on that by the way. All right, my final pick of the week is the Cincinnati Bungles visit the Detroit Light Downs, and I like that name a whole lot better than uh, uh, Motor City Kitties. I still like Motor City Kitties, but I like Detroit Light Downs a whole lot I better. Do too. Once, again, once again, thank you, Steve Johnson. Cincinnati. Cincinnati goes into Detroit, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Your boy here has taken Cincinnati, giving up those three-and-a-half points. Gerald, what's your final pick there? You got Seattle coming across country to visit the Steelers. Finally, I'm going with Seattle, getting five points over Pittsburgh. All right, there you go. That wraps it up. Let's do a quick recap. John's uh, taking Carolina, giving up two and a half points against his Vikings. <laughs> no loyalty whatsoever. Uh, giving up six points. Green Bay's giving up six points on the road to the Bears. Finally, and the biggest mistake of the season so far. John is going for two with Jacksonville over Miami. It's a bad, bad move. Blood will be shed. Uh, it's not going to be pretty here. This is, I'll be watching the game, which is why I'm not actually here today. You think Trevor Lawrence is going to do something for the Jags? Abalone. Meanwhile, I'm taking Houston, getting 10 points on the road against the Colts. I have very little confidence in that. My Brownies, I'm giving up three and a half points at home against the Arizona Cardinals. And finally, I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals, giving up three and a half points as a road favorite to them Detroit Lions. Gerald, Gerald's taking the New York football Giants, getting eight points at home against the Los Angeles Rams. He's also taking New England plus three at home against the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Finally, his final pick, Seattle visits Pittsburgh. Gerald's taking Seattle, getting five points for his trouble. We'll see how that all plays out. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. John, what do we say about people who uh, use our picks when it comes to betting real money? Oh, unless you're betting against the Dolphins, uh, don't do it. <laughs> and, and that'll conclude John and Ed versus spread. He'll be back in a second. Me, see ya! The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs?
Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have any body to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> it's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. Welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. It is my privilege. It is my honor. It is. I I can't think of any other words, but I'm loving it. I have the one and only Shaletta Brundage with me here. Hi. Thank you so much for for coming and joining us on what really seemed to be kind of short notice here. No way! That's what, hey man, let me tell you something. I grew up in the news business, 21 years in the newsroom. There is no such thing as short notice when you deal with breaking news situations. So there's, I, I don't even understand, I, I, I haven't heard the word, until you said it, I hadn't heard the word short notice probably since I was in junior high. Because well, that's news, baby. News is short notice. It's news because it's new. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, joining me here. Uh, as, as you have probably heard, I'm work. I'm doing the role as the endless horseman for our show on on Sundays. So I have scrambled to get content. I've scrambled to get interviews. Uh, this is this like I this is the second recorded interview now I've done. I had one at seven o'clock, and now I got you. Hey, and I can't even get away with Ed because we got to do our damn football picks uh, segment uh, here. Still, he wants to record that, so I got to do that Saturday night. So, so you editor, producer, you the opening act, the closing act, you uh, taking tickets, and then you cleaning up after the show is over. To hell with cleaning up. <laughs> I'll worry about that later. <laughs> so, well, I had a lot I wanted to get to cover with you, and then all of a yeah. sudden I saw your little your drama. What happened in uh, uh, with your motorhome? Your right. motorhome. Oh my god! What's going on there? So. My former husband, we, we won this RV from Camping World. Marcus Lamanis gifted our family with an RV to promote RV travel for kids who have special needs. You know, three of my four children have autism. And for a while, we had just kind of stopped going anywhere because they couldn't ride on the planes because of the claustrophobic. And I'm scared that the TSA is going to touch them and then they're going to fall out and we're going to be put out of the airport. Um, and, and so we just stopped going anywhere except for really short trips in the, in the van. And so Marcus Lamanis, the owner of Camping World, saw our story and the advocacy work that we were doing for families who have kids with special needs. And he said, I'm going to gift you with a Camping World RV and make you the celebrity spokespeople for camping world you're gonna be the face of the franchise and i was like yes yes that's it and so um you know he basically gave us the rv 
Um, and, and so, you know, it's up to us to kind of maintain and keep it safe, you know, make sure that all the, you know, the things are done to keep it, you know, secure. And, and uh, so we found a storage facility in Invergrove Heights here in Minnesota. Um, and, you know, we pay a monthly fee to uh, store the RV there. Um, and, you know, we use our stipend that Marcus gives us every month to cover that fee. You know, he doesn't expect us to, you know, store the RV and, and all that stuff. Um, you know, sure. he takes care of it for us. And so we um, hadn't had any problem with it. It's been there for about a year. And so Sean was taking the RV to get winterized today and he pulls out and it sounds like a drum line for marching band. And so he was like, oh my God, upon inspection, the catalytic converter has been stolen out of the RV. Mm. So he goes to the storage facility management. He runs in there like, oh my God, I just need to tell you guys that the catalytic converter has been taken and I'm going to, you know, have Shaletta call the police um, and, you know, we're going to file a report and we just wanted to let you know so that you can alert the other, you know, people who, you know, rent storage space from you. And they were like, oh, yeah, a bunch of people got that catalytic converter taken. Yeah, you guys aren't the only ones. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? You're telling me that more than one RV had been vandalized and you didn't think enough of the people who rent storage space from you who are trusting you with their motor homes and trailers to send us an, a courtesy call, uh, a, an email, a text, a DM, something to say, hey, come check on your property because we've had, you know, some vandalism here and, you know, some people had their catalytic the converter stolen um, and, and we just want to make sure you're aware of it, you know, because, you know, this is your RV. You don't go and, and, and use it every day, but when it's time, it's time. And, you know, suppose we were planning a vacation, you know, or oh you know, I had a family emergency down in Texas and we had to leave. You know, we wouldn't be able to go anywhere for three, four days because we got to get a catalytic converter. You know, they didn't think enough of us to say anything. So I don't know right now, John, who I'm more upset with. I don't know if I'm more upset with the dudes who jumped the fence and stole it or the RV storage place who didn't have the courtesy to call their customers and let us know that this had taken place. Well, I'd be definitely. First off, what kind of security does that place have for something like this happens? I mean, every storage place I've been has security cameras up the yin yang all over the place uh, and alarm systems when people, you know, at certain times of night, you know, with motion sensors and things like that. Well, you'd have thought that that would have been tougher than robbing Fort Knox, but uh, apparently not. Well, I, you know, when I, I posted it on social media and let everybody know, um, because a lot of the people, you know, the RV kind of family there, they know us, we know them, you know, they've got kids, we've got kids, we see each other um, out and about, you know, some of them are my neighbors because the storage facility is not too far from my house. So I posted it on social media and I got like 
tons of responses from people like, oh my God, I'm down the road. I'm going to go check on my camper. Oh my God, I'm going to go check and make sure my trailer is okay. You know, they had not been informed either about, you know, the vandalism that had been happening. And then, you know, one person who reached out and DM'd me said that, um, you know, he was there the other night. The gate didn't close all the way. He called management and never heard back. So I had no idea that these people were so derelict in their duties and did not care about their customers in the way that they're doing right now. Did you go to this place just because it was relatively close to the house? Well, Sean picked it. Um, and so I think that it was you know pretty much an availability thing. He said at the time that the reviews were good. But, you know, upon inspection today, when I went to look, you know, one lady, I just wanted to cry for her. She said her, her she had two senses and they were basically somebody right now is riding around in my brand new motorhome with all my stuff in it. Don't go to this place. You know, oh. a couple of other people had catalytic converters taken. And this is just since we've been there and nobody has thought enough of us to call or write a note or send a letter or a mass email or anything. That just speaks volumes to their lack of customer service. Well, this isn't like a little mini storage place where you've got- No, they got, they got like 12 locations across the Twin Cities. And I just cannot believe that this is how they do business. I, I just, I, I cannot believe that, but apparently it's true because I was getting ready to write a, a scathing email and a nasty note and call them. And when I saw all these Google reviews that they had not responded to and that, you know, two or three people had their track and campers stolen since we've been there the past year and they had not taken a moment to inform us about anything I thought they don't care obviously paying your, your, your rental fee they don't care so Sean um, you know since we got divorced he's moved to Ohio so this happened on his way out like he's getting ready to leave so um, we pretty much had to leave the RV there. We're going to pray that, um, you know, nobody does anything to it. And when he comes back for Halloween, um, he his, his role and responsibility is to find a new place for it. Good, good. Well, I mean, in the meantime, I mean, he can be searching the internet, searching, yeah. you know, doing whatever from Ohio, I'm sure, to yeah. this all arranged. But, yeah, uh, and, and you know, and, and, and so that's what, you know, I told him, I said, my role and responsibility is I'm going to um, send a nasty note, because I'm still going to send a nasty note, just so I can have a nasty note on call. Uh, call the insurance company, and I'm also going to, uh, you know, file a report with Invergrove Police. And then, you know, Marcus Lamanas, bless his heart, said he'd take care of it for us, you know, which is very kind of him that he did not have to do that. No. But, um, you know, those things are very expensive. Um, and, you know, we just, you know, we're not ready to incur that cost. Um, you know, catalytic converters on a car are expensive. So imagine what the cost is on an RV. So uh, about triple the cost, I'm sure, at least. Yeah. 
So, well, let's get off this glum news because you, my dear, were the 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 star that shined, in my opinion, from what I saw of the, the especially the beginning with you and Taylor Danger. What's that his name? What's Tame his first danger. name? Tame danger. Tame danger. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I only really know Shalana. That's the only damn thing that's in, it's important to me. Who the hell? He looks like Conan O'Brien for all I give a damn. But uh, anyway, Midwest Regional Emmys. Is that what the official yes, title was? It was a Midwest Regional Emmys. They came to us probably about six months ago. Um, Mary LaHammer, who is a political reporter for Twin Cities Public Television, uh, suggested the Tame Danger and I host the Emmys. Now, the thing is, is that the Emmys is usually hosted by big time TV personality like Amelia Santanello or Angela Davis or Jason DeRussia. Um, so this was the first time non-TV type people actually hosted the show. And initially I said yes because I thought we'd be in a better place with COVID. And then the Delta variant happened. And then the move variant came about. And then none of these damn people wanted to get vaccinated and they want to call for spirit on you. And so I was like, okay, how can I get out of this? So I kept trying to make excuses. I was like, hey, uh, I'm not doing it unless you do some COVID protocols. So they were like, oh, okay, we'll do some COVID protocols. So they were like, okay, you got to have a vaccination card or a negative COVID test and you got to wear your mask unless you're eating. I'm like, dang. Okay. I, you know what? I need my own microphone because if I don't have my own microphone, I can't do it. They were like, bet. Get you your own microphone. I was like, damn, now I'm gonna let me say no. Every time I came up with an excuse, they had an answer. I was like, oh my God. So I was like, okay, I gotta do it. I'm just gonna put my gloves on. I'm gonna mask up. I'm gonna socially distance. And we're just gonna have fun. I'm gonna pray and ask God to cover me and keep me safe. That's all I can do. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And so I have been, John, avoiding large crowds, big gatherings. We hadn't been anywhere. So this was my first time in a room with the door closed with more than like six people. Um, you know, and it was a packed house. They reduced the size from like 500 to 250. Um, and I was at a table by myself when it was time to eat. And I didn't eat because I didn't want to take my mask off. And I didn't drink anything because I didn't want to have to pee and go to the bathroom. Um, and it was at a hotel. So <laughs> I was like, and I need my own hotel room in case I have to pee. I don't want to pee in a public bathroom. They were like, bet, we'll get you a hotel room. I was like, ah! I gotta do it now. They won't. And a nice one, nonetheless. The Radisson Blue. My goodness, that place is pretty snazzy. Right. I was like, just uh, uh, grins and, and giggles. It's two forty-two a night, but it was so nice. They got a nice view, and it's a small America. So I was like, okay, we'll do it. And so I had a blast. It was so much fun. Um, they had a script. I didn't read it. You know. Um, they had a rundown. I didn't really care. I just, um, Tane Danger and I have been friends for a couple of years now. Um, and so we just kind of vibed off each other and, and, you know, we just didn't really care. We tried to do what they asked us to do, but it didn't really work out. That yeah, way. screw the rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the most fun part was that Tane got to actually work the crowd and talk to people kind of off the cuff. And, you know, we had some fun with that. 
And so it was so much fun just kind of being, um, you know, just being in the crowd, being around people, watching people laugh, making people laugh, um, you know, just kind of enjoying one another in, in that setting. And, and that was so much fun. So we we had a good time. Oh, that's great. That, what's what's Tane's, uh, what's his background anyways? I hate he to say is, it. He is a hustler like me. He's got like 50, 11 jobs like I do. He's, uh, you know, at Westminster, the the, the uh, speaker series, he, he does that. Um, he does monologues on TPT, which is where we met. Um, you know, he has a little TV stuff that he does, production company, he does improv. So he does a little bit of everything, but he's just a great dude. One of my girlfriends who was watching online was like, you know, when I saw him drinking his alcohol with his pinky finger out, I knew he was cool. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. He was like, Pink drink that damn, drink that damn alcohol any way you feel, whatever is comfortable. That's what. That's the only thing. But the thing, he was my drinking buddy because you know Almanac. Every year they do uh, for Christmas, they do a quiz show, right? And so I had never been invited to the quiz show on Almanac on TPT. And so Tane and I were um, on the same year a couple of years ago, right before COVID. And so he had a punch bowl filled with vodka and cranberries and this Christmas drink with all kinds of Christmas, you know, spirits or whatever. And so I thought, oh, this is my first year. We must be able to get drunk and have a good time. And so everybody was drinking and apparently I was drinking like too much because I started saying all kind of crazy yeah. stuff that they couldn't um that they couldn't put on TV and so they had to cut my audio and cut my video because I was wilding out and we pretty much tamed and I pretty much got kicked out and so I'm surprised that anybody wanted to put us together again because we got totally like wasted on live TV and they were like it's TPT it's Mr. Rogers it's Big Bird right after that Kids are watching And I was like look Y'all let a punch bowl full of liquor come up in here Obviously y'all wanted it Okay y'all wanted it from me Because I was going to bring When I saw the liquor I thought yes This is my spot But I didn't. I forgot about Mr. Rogers and Big Bird I really did Don't, don't light the fire unless you want to uh, have to put it out You know Hello. Baby, <laughs> I drunk all that. I was licking the ball. I was like, "Give me them chairs that's been off in there." Let me. <laughs> oh well, you know, I'm glad you had a good time with that. It really looked like you know, and you looked spectacular, by the oh, way. Oh my God! Let me tell you something. God is answering prayers on Facebook. Uh, Y'all laughed at Facebook because they went down a couple of weeks ago, and I'm telling you, I was mortified. I just kept hitting the refresh button because I'm like, I need Facebook. So you know, being newly divorced, I sometimes I forget my husband is no longer here, and. So so one of the things that my husband did was he always, for special events, bought my outfits. And not only bought them, he bought the accessories, he bought the, the jewelry and the stockings and the shoes and the earrings. I mean, he did everything for me. And so mm -hmm. all I would ever have to do when I had an event like this was just hop in the clothes because they'd be hanging up, pressed, everything. And so I woke up Tuesday morning before the Emmy Saturday and I was like, I no longer have a husband. <laughs> I don't have anybody to buy 
these outfits. I don't have anything to wear. And so I got on Facebook. I don't know why. It must have been the Lord led me there because the first thing that popped up was one of my Facebook friends uh, dressed in this beautiful African print gown. And I was like, oh my God, where did you get this? And she said, it's a place called Nashona. Um, they are in North Carolina. And the woman is from Tanzania and they, they import these beautiful Tanzanian fabrics and they make these designs and they sell them and they also ship. So I called the woman up and she shipped me her uh, outfit and it was just, it was perfect. It was beautiful. Um, and I was like, oh my God, have you had any new stories done on you? This is an amazing story because she takes the outfits and they're made in Tanzania. They ship them here. And so the women in Tanzania get to make money for creating these designs. And then a portion of the proceeds go to provide money to an orphanage in Tanzania. And she said, no, nobody's ever done the story. So I called up all the TV folks I knew in North Carolina. At the, the NBC station did a story on her. The ABC station did a story on her. She's going to be in the newspaper. So it, it was just, a, it was just a, a reciprocal love relationship. And, you know, I just hope to spread the word about the good things that she's doing in her boutique. And she's opening another store. Um, in November. So I, I, I'm just glad I got a chance to help her spread the yeah. word about what she's doing. Absolutely beautiful. You did. You, you look really stunning. Thank you. Uh, you know, I was thinking of showing up there myself, but I'm Mr. Blue Jeans and T-shirt on. So I. Yeah, you got <laughs> yeah, you to get dressed up and it's the hoity-toity crowd and the tickets are ridiculous. I remember the first year that I won an Emmy, um, I couldn't even afford to get in. This was probably 15 years ago. And I was just starting out in Minnesota, uh, probably had been here a year. And the tickets were just out of my reach. So I stood outside <laughs> and somebody told me, if you win, I'm going to come get you. I said, OK. So they called my name. I won. And they came out to the lobby and got me. So I had to sprint through the lobby up on the stage. <laughs> Oh and get my, my award because I didn't have a ticket. I couldn't afford a ticket to get in. So Sean and I got all dressed up and we stayed out in the lobby. It was so funny. Oh. So we've come a long way, baby. We come a long way, baby. <laughs> I know I've I, I know I've kept you longer than I than I, I know because my kids are wilding out right now. They are just I like. I want to ask you about one more thing though. Yeah. You mentioned this. You sent this to me earlier today on Twitter about this uh dr verna price and what she's doing oh, uh at a, a virtual now tell i'm gonna murder it so please no, tell no 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 worries no worries so dr verna price she's a they call them human potential expert never heard of anything like it but we used to call them motivational speakers like she's right, got okay. ted talks and she's um got best-selling books out and basically they're all to help you live a better life Right. And so mm -hmm. she's got this master class. It's 30 days to change your life. There's a book out. There's a workbook that that accompanies this. And there's an online um, 30 day change um, workshop that you can take. And every day you mm -hmm. log on and it's 30 days to change your life. Well, before you do that, there's this master class where she 
teaches you about tools and tips to change your life for the better, right? And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. You know, this was a year or so ago and I took it. It was $99 at the time. And, and I'm going to tell you this. People were like, you came out of nowhere. I, I actually didn't. I came out of Dr. Vernon's change workshop. Um, I, I came out of, you know, that life-changing uh, masterclass. And if you look at me where I was a year ago and where I am now, you'll see um, the change, the incremental um, increase in my business, in my personal life, in my family, in my finances, and everything, in every aspect of my life, friendships, relationships. Um, and so, you know, I just swear by her teachings and what she is doing for people to help them live better. And so she sent me a note the other day and says, I'm offering my masterclass for free. Nice. And I was like, oh, my God. So I've been sending I sent it to you. I sent it to everybody I knew and said, this is the, the time investment that you have to make in yourself um, because this is just amazing what she is doing with this class and offering it for free. So go to Dr. Verna Price dot com that's d-r-v-e-r-n-a price dot com and you can go to um her website and, and find more information about this master class and other classes and books that she has and she is just an amazing woman she's a podcaster as well dr verna virtues is the name of her podcast and, and it's everywhere and and i swear to you i don't miss it um, because she's just doing um, the Lord's work to help people like us get to the next level. You know, we all have a, another level that we can get to. Um, right. And, she, you know, because, you know, we're comfortable. We can stay right here where we are, you know, and be OK. But mm -hmm. there's something greater that God has in store for us. And, and in order to get to that next level, you need the tools. Because a lot of times, nobody that we know has ever been to that level. We see other people doing it, and we don't think it's possible for us, but it is. And so, um, and so she helps give us the, the tools we need to get to that next level. And I'm telling you, I was overnight weekend producer at WCCO Radio. I didn't have a show. I didn't have a business. I didn't have a life. Um, you know, I was raising my babies, just doing the best that I can, being a good wife to my husband. And I took her class and her advice. And it's been not even two years. I have a successful business. I have a show on CCO radio. I'm no longer producer. I'm also no longer married. Um, and my kids are doing so much better, you know, in, in their autism journeys. And I've got these books and you know, we're just doing great work. And, and it's all because of her teaching. And so you know, if you really want to get to that next level, just go to drvernaprice.com and you'll you'll see the life changing things that she has there and you can take advantage of them, especially this free class. Well, whatever she's doing, she's done a hell of a job because you've I've 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 noticed the results right here in front of yeah. me. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's 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 really I, I mean you I'm probably could be a billboard for her teaching. <laughs> There you go. We have a future. <laughs> Shalada, my dear, it is always a pleasure when you join us here. I hope we do it again real soon. I'm going to let you get back to them brundage babies. 
They are back to them. We got to call the fire department. I see people in electrical socket. I see knives. I see running with scissors and hand cream. It is on and popping over here. Okay. So what's Andrew <laughs> doing while this is going on? Uh, eating popcorn and enjoying the view. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love the man, I'll tell you. <laughs> Shaletta, thanks again. You have a fabulous night and we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right, Thank you so you. much. All right, we'll be back on the tap. Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TF. Bye. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All right, now like I said at the end of that last video, a lot of you don't know this about me, but I'm a Southerner. I live less than an hour and a half from the capital of the Confederacy. So yeah, I'm a proud Southerner, and I have a Confederate flag. I'm going to show it to you in a second. Something I want to tell you about this Confederate flag, though. It's real. It was actually flown during the Civil War. It's not one of these made-in-China bullshit things that you see these rednecks waving on TikTok. This is a real Confederate flag, so i got to be careful with it, but here it is. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, that looks a lot like a t-shirt on the end of a golf club, but it's not. It's a real rebel flag. I bought it in an estate sale of one Colonel Cletus P. Twatwaffle III, but he wasn't the only one who waved one of these. Almost all Southerners who survived the war waved that flag at the end of the war as they let loose with such proud, defiant rebel yells as, we quit, and please don't kill us, General Sherman, and I want my mommy. So there you have it. I'm a proud Southerner, and that's my Confederate flag. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. We will return to our regularly scheduled program momentarily. Please stay tuned. We expect to resume normal broadcasting shortly. Be sure to stay tuned for Jeopardy! And Ed's calling me to tell me that my, my mic has been muted all this time. I figured this would happen. Welcome back. Ed, I know what's going on. Thank you. Uh, sorry about that, folks. And we've gone through about five minutes of dead air. 
we should have suspected it was going to happen. I should have suspected it was going to happen. I apologize. Uh, well, I guess there's not a whole lot more to, to say than that. There's no way to recover after all that. I'll give you a couple of headlines here that I tried to read uh, uh, to you earlier. Uh, President Biden says that Trump aides like Bannon, who try to defy the Capitol riot subpoenas, should be prosecuted. Totally agree with that. After white students displayed the Confederate flag at school, black students are suspended, suspended for planning a protest. Hmm. Go figure. Trump supporting restaurant uh, is uh, their little anti-Biden uh, campaign backfired. They say they're now they they realize that they were they lost more business than they gained by saying that you know if you voted for Biden, well, geez, uh, well that's what happens, I guess. Hey, kind of some sad news here for uh, for you, uh, Katie Segal, who has kind of made a resurgence in her career, uh, was. Uh, hit by a car in L.A. She's hospitalized uh, for injuries, according to TMZ. We we definitely hope that uh, she gets uh, back on the mend here and uh, what have you. She's, uh, like I said, her career's made a, a nice little uh, uh, resurgence here after um, being a part of the, uh, the, uh, uh, oh, the Connors is the, the show I'm thinking about. And you know what? I actually had something here up and ready, up and queued, but for some reason, uh, I can't find it. So guess what? We're going to do this the old, uh, the old fashioned way here. I think maybe are we, let's see. No, we'll do it this way. <laughs> Sorry folks. Yeah, we knew this would probably happen, but, uh, it's time to say goodbye here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. We thank you for joining us here. Until next week, for the missing Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money.
start the napping You walk into the room with some jaws are flapping You keep that motor mouth moving morning, noon and night You keep on talking, baby, make my hair turn white You talk too much students close the circle at the feet of the master you have come to me asking that I be your guide along the path of Tai Quan Leap but be warned to learn its ways you must learn the ways of your own soul let us meditate upon this wisdom now so Oh, oh, sir. 
Who disturbs our meditation as a pebble disturbs the stillness of the pond? Me! Ed Gruberman? Ed Gruberman. Yeah, uh, no disrespect or nothing, but like, uh, how long is this gonna take? Taekwon Leap is not a path to a door, but a road leading forever towards the horizon. So like, what, an hour or so? <laughs> no, no, we have not even begun upon the path. Ed Gruberman, you must learn patience. Yeah, 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 patience. How long will that take? <laughs> Time has no meaning. To a true student, a year is as a day. A year? I want to beat people up right now. I got the pajamas. Ha! Woo! Mm. Beat people up. Yeah, just show me all those nifty moves so I can start trashing bozos. That's all I came here for. The only use of Taekwon Leap is self-defense. Do you know who said that? Ki Lo Ni, the great teacher. Yeah? Well, the best defense is a good offense. You know who said that? Mel, the cook on Alice. <laughs> no, um... Taekwon Leap is the wine of purity, not the vinegar of hostility. Meditate upon this truth with us. Oh. Listen, shrimp! Now, are you going to show me some fancy moves, or am I going to start wiping the walls with you? Ed Gruberman, you failed to grasp Taekwon Leap. Approach me that you might see. All right, finally some action. Observe closely, class. <laughs> Boot to the head. Ow, you bullet me in the head! You are lucky, Ed Gruberman. Few novices oh. experience so much of Taekwon Leap so soon. Ow, oh, my head. Now we continue. Uh, hey! Hey, I wasn't ready! Give me now, shorty, huh? Come on, are you chicken? Boot to the head. Ow! Okay, now I'm ready. Okay, now. Come on, try it now. Boot to the head. Mind if I just lie down here for a minute? Now, class, we shall return master. to our... It is wrong to tip the vessel of knowledge, student. Many apologies, master, but I feel Ed Gruberman is not wholly wrong. What do you mean? I want to boot some head, too. <laughs> have you learned nothing from the lesson of Ed Gruberman? Yes, Master. I have learned two things. First, that anger is a weapon only to one's opponent. Very good. And secondly, get in the first shot. Boot to the head. You missed. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you two shall be honored to you know, learn a lesson. You don't have to, you know. Boot to I, the I head. Can anyone tell us what lesson has been learned here? Uh, yes, Master. Not a single one of us could defeat you. You gain wisdom, child. So we'll have to gang up on you. Get him down! And now, class, let us rejoin the mind to the body and gaze into the heart of the candle in meditation. Good class.
People talking in movie shows, people smoking in bed, people voting Republican, give them a boot to the head. A car, politicians who can't think, the salesman who won't leave me alone, the waiter who forgot my drink. Boot to the head! Boot to the head! 